they started to definitely, you know, affect my heart. I got a new hero from last night, from yesterday, as the Knicks took on the Hawks. New York City really brought it, man. I thought Rotten, Philadelphia were chilling. You know, we got loud when we needed to. Phoenix was just loud from the get, but New York definitely was a different atmosphere. They were cheering off. They were cheering off and missed free throws when it was like five to four. I was like, damn. But the Hawks fought through and are winning 107, 105 off of a late Trey Young floater with 0.9 left. He ended up with 32 points and 10 assists. Alec Burks for the Knicks tried everything he could with 27 off the bench, but it was not enough as the Hawks win game one, 107, 105. Darnell, what did you see out of this one? I saw a hell of a shot by Trey Young. Um, came down to an ISO play. He broke down the defender, got into the paint, got got his uh, got into his uh, move. And that's his patented floater that he goes to. Um, we've seen the floater a lot this weekend, but he had the best one yet. And he finished with a little bit of traffic, and it was a nice finish. And the way he trash-talked the audience was just amazing. Yeah. Doing the whole finger to the lips. It's quiet in here. I just loved it. I loved it. But back to the Why? game. Um, he. It was really interesting because Trey Young got to the free throw line. Um, that's something that we were going to be watching and see how it will play out because we know he's a foul hunter. So how will the officials officiate him? Will be the question and. On this night, you know, he got a favorable whistle. So it was a three. It ended up being a – he got to the line nine times. It ended up being a two-point game. And had it not been for, you know, Julius Randle going six of 23 from the field, you know, maybe the Knicks had a better shot to win the game. But give all credit due to the – I mean, to the Hawks. You know, Bogdanovich got dunked on really bad by R.J. Barrett. Still didn't matter. Yeah. But – some couple timely buckets by Lou Will, and that's all it really, all it really wrote. I, I'm going to let Dom go. Dom, what was your thoughts? So going into the game, one thing I was wondering was um, how the bench, how the bench units would perform for um, for Atlanta and New York. So you know, obviously the bench unit was Gallinari, Huerta, and Lou Will versus Quickly Rose and Burks. And quickly, Rose and Burks, they really turned up. Quickly, quickly hit a couple uh, deep threes that really brought life to the team. Um, Alec Burks, obviously, in the fourth quarter went insane. He, he uh, We saw it last year when he was with the 76ers. We know that, you know, when, when, when the playoffs come, Alec Burks turns up. And obviously, you know, Derrick Rose also had a good game as well with 8 of 16. So the Knicks bench was there, but their starters just weren't. And, you know, for for every for most of the team to struggle uh, making threes in Atlanta. So Hunter was one for four. Um, Trey was one for three, even though, you know, Trey was making all his, um, you know, floaters and everything. And even even the game winner that went to the free throw line nine times. And Gallinari went one for seven from three. Huerta went one for four from three. So it wasn't even a great shooting night from everybody. But you know, um, that was that was really going to be the question, huh? From anybody. <laughs> I mean, but Bajanovic was good, but and Collins was good, but from them for the most part, they were bad shooting. But you know. That uh, what 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 um Darnell said was the same thing I was thinking too though, is Trey Young gonna be able to get the same foul calls that he did in the first half in the first three quarters he really didn't he really didn't but in when it came down to it in the fourth quarter I think that's when he had he might not have had all nine in the fourth no he did yeah, oh, okay well, yeah well yeah I was looking square at it yeah one in the fourth. Well, yeah, well, that's what that's what the came that's what it came down to, and you know that's one of Trey Young's strong suits. He's one of the best in the league at drawing contact after like and beating Harden, obviously. So, 
that's what it came down to at the end. And obviously, like Darnell said, Julius Randle was awful shooting. So that's what cost the Knicks the game. But I knew this game was going to be really good. The Knicks play everybody really close. But again, they can't close. So I knew Atlanta was going to wind up winning and Trey Young hit a game winner. Couple of things. One, the, the Knicks bench had 64 points, um, which is just incredible. Julius Randle was bad, but um, this was got one going in where I just knew Julius Randle have a bad series, um, just because it's just bad matchup for him. Not only is Capella down there being one of the best shot blockers in the league, but combined with that, the fact that Collins is just on him and athletic and like strong enough to just not let him completely bully him. It's just, you know, going to be struggling. And it's going to be just hard for him to get up mid-range jumpers. RJ, you knew he was going full, and he did. Um, Alex Burks tried everything he could. But to me, I mean, full disclosure, by the way, Darnell, because we haven't made our official air picks. But I'm going to make Dom stick with his. And I took the Hawks to actually go to the conference finals. And the oh. reason is, yep, got them beating the Sixers to get there. And the reason is, this dude Trey, he's different. Um, it took him a whole three quarters, and then he remembered how to cheat. And they remembered exactly how to do what he does and get to the foul line. Um, Honestly, though, is it is it he remembered or was he just saving it? You don't want to just, you know, spam it all game. Like, you want you – want, you want to get it when you need it because, you know, you don't want the refs to, like, you know, be like, damn, we already gave you eight. We don't need to give you 16. Honestly, he got nine he needed. Honestly, very well could be right. Because Trey Young is, was really the smartest player out there. It was, it was actually crazy. And yeah. even with all of that, they did need Lou Will in the third to the beginning of the fourth to save them, um, to just go on a little scoring run. He did. He had 13. Said Lou Will got to give you 10. Game 13, that was huge. Um, yeah. Lou did Lou did what he was supposed to do for the Clippers. And what honestly, that he refused to do for the Clippers last year. Yeah, that's their fault. And honestly, RJ Duncan on Bogdanovich was the best thing that could have happened to them because he all of a sudden started hitting shots right after that. I think he was over five before that. Got dunked on. He didn't miss another three. Um Gallinari was terrible, but hey man. It was okay as the Hawks ended up winning this one. I'm interested, obviously, to see what happens in the game, too. But I don't think Julius is going to play. I mean, he's going to play better. But what you're going to get from him, you're going to lose from Alec Burks. And I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. But good win for the Hawks. Big game one. Trey Young told everybody at Store Garden to shut the fuck up. Said he got quiet as hell. How many, how many games we all got this going? Hawks in five. I got Hawks in six. I agree, Hawks in five. It's crazy. Everyone, I think it's gonna be a fun five. Oh, it's gonna be fun. It's crazy. Everyone was telling me the Knicks were gonna win. They were like, the Hawks aren't beating the Sixers. They can't beat the Knicks. I was like, y'all don't watch basketball. You just don't. I'm gonna tell you, it's a bad matchup for every playoff team. Pretty much is a bad matchup for the Knicks. The Hawks really are. Because, again, the issue is, is they didn't even shoot well. Like, and they still won the game because Trey Young's just the best player in the court. And yeah, this was – Dom said this to me yesterday, but this was really Trey Young's like, hey, I see Luka, and I'm not going to let him get completely away in this conversation. And he went out there 32-10. and 32-10 and seven rebounds, by the way. He's getting a lot of offensive boards off his floaters. Amen. At the start of the season, like I said, uh, you know, we when we made our MVP candidates, like when we made our 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 uh, selections, we were like, you know, we both said Luca, and Darnell wasn't here yet, but we both said Luca was winning it. I was like, don't sleep on Trey. Trey really is. Trey really could, and obviously he's not a consideration for it. But you know, if he does this, if he can, if he can do this, if he can do what you do, he win it the next year. If he can beat the Sixers, and he winning it next year, but you know, if he beats the Knicks in a in a in a favorable favorable way, 
and then, you know, competes with the 76ers next season, next uh, series, even if he wins or loses, he's going to put himself up there, especially when the team starts getting healthy. They're beating us, but that's a combo for today, actually, later. Uh Game two. Let's get into one crowd that was not lacking energy. Yesterday, two days ago, we had the Knicks playing the Hawks. The Knicks end up winning 101-92. Hawks had a lead. They were up double digits, a 15 at one point, and the Knicks, not known as a comeback team, fought their way back in the game and got it done, despite Trey Young having 30 points, six rebounds. Um, the Knicks, great cover behind victory. Derrick Rose leading the way with 26 points. Randall continues to struggle, 15 points, 5-16 from the field, but Bullock was able to hit four threes as the Knicks came back and win, obviously. And as you guys know, someone spit on Trey Young during the game and is now banned from Esper Garden. So a lot coming from this game. Um, but Darnell, what did you say? Yeah, um, <clears throat> it was one of those games where obviously Trey Young did get to the free throw line a whole bunch of times. He only got there four times. But he was making three, so it was four of seven. But it was a game where it was really about Derrick Rose. And Derrick Rose came off the bench. He played 39 minutes, played the team in minutes. He was 9 of 21 from the field, but he got to the free throw line six times. He had 26. He was a plus 12. And I don't know exactly. I don't remember exactly what happened to John Collins, but he only played 14 and a half minutes. Five fouls. Zero, zero points. So they need scoring from him. They got it from DeAndre Hunter. He got to the line 11 times, gave him 18. But we know that this is this Atlanta team needs Clint Capella. They need Trey Young and they need John Collins to all play well for them to be successful. And you got to give credit to the Knicks because they defended well. They're coming in. They were coming in after the season as, I think, a top two defensive team in the league. So Tibbs really dialed up the right numbers and got the guys a victory. And it was led by Derrick Rose and, you know, Julius Randle coming from the dead, giving them a double-double at 15 and 12. And, you know, all-around supportive effort from everybody. Don, what were your thoughts? Demetrius, I actually have a question for you. So, you know, we've talked about the Hawks a lot like you know off the air and on air and you know you said that you think the Hawks are you know a lock to make the conference finals you think that not only are they just gonna you know make away with the Knicks but also that the 76ers have no chance to beat them. All right so you're clearly embellishing my words <laughs> did not say they were a lock what the hell are you talking about you definitely <laughs> did say the Sixers have no chance not. I did not did, – never said that. I also never said they would do away with the Knicks. I think they're going to beat the Knicks in six. I think they're going to do away with – I never – I never said they're going to sweep this team. Like you said, one team is going to sweep another team, which we'll get into. Because if I did pull up the tape, but I never said that. I never thought they were going to – I wanted the Knicks to win yesterday, two days ago. I need game five there. I don't need game seven because I have money on it, but I do need game five there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'll try and get that $40 real quick. Game seven, I can pass. Game five, I'll take it. Five, I'll take it. And we got it. That's all I wanted. What what was your question though? That that started off with just did, saying a bunch did of this comments. did this did this show you why why you know, even though as much faith you have in the Hawks. Why I why me and Darnell and other people are a bit skeptical on them. No, I'm gonna tell you why. They shot 37% from the field, 27% from three, and lost by nine on the road with fans spitting at their best player. No, it's not 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 at all actually. Because because you know if the shots are falling, they're not a great defensive. There's a difference between the shots and not, they the Knicks had 101. Brother, their defense is again another overstated. They, they're not getting destroyed on defense. But we know the Knicks' offense isn't that great either. 
Okay. So they don't have like a they don't have a great offense either. So you know, it's not like one, they're one. a high prolific offense that only scored one on one. They well, just okay. So did the Hawks defense struggle? Is that what you're saying the problem was, or was it? The I'm saying they can out? struggle, and if the shots aren't falling, I haven't then seen yet this postseason, and I don't. They only played the Knicks. Okay, in two games. And I don't expect their three points shooting to go. They've been shooting bad from three these first two games and still won. So, no, I don't expect Collins to go out there five foul five times and zero. Nope. 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 Lou Williams, now he can be bad. He was one of six months 14. Okay. Gallinari, you know, he going to be bad. Occasionally. I just don't expect all three of those things to happen at once very often. Hunter made two or three threes in the first. I think he made two in the first quarter. He went cold down the stretch. Bogdanovich was two or 13 from three. I mean, hey, if everyone's going to miss, like late in the game, you saw they were all getting open shots and missing them. Yeah. You're going to have games like that. I'm not freaking out about it. I do know they're a better shooting team than the Sixers. And they're a shooting team in the Knicks. And these first two games, I think they shot 32% from three the first game, 27% from three this game. They're playing a hostile crowd, Mass Square Garden. No one's used to fans. Against a high-energy defense as well. High-energy defense as well. And, <clears throat> again, no one used to fans. And what I what I do see is, is that Trey Young will be the best player if they play the Sixers. Because He's not bothered by the moment at all. The rest of the guys. So you think Trey Young would be better than Embiid? Yes. Oh man, mm-hmm. I gotta disagree. I gotta disagree with that one. Okay, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> I think I'm, I, I, I've said it. <laughs> I think I've if, said it before. Go ahead. I think if Julius. Randall, again, Julius Randall, we know he has limitations. I said this was a bad matchup for him because of the height and everything like that. But Well, all of them are bad matchups for him. Okay, but whatever the case may be, I was 24 in the season. He shot terribly this postseason. And the main reason is because <clears throat> Clint Capella is right there stopping his mid-range jumpers. And I think with the whole – He doesn't do, – I can't hmm? – forgot. Nope. What I think they're going to do, the Hawks, is they're going to double-team him. You can't really double Trey on like that. You can double and beat when he gets the ball in the spots. And the problem is John Collins can rotate back. And Hunter, these guys are tall enough and athletic enough to rotate back on our team and not let them get easy laps to the basket. You know, I mean, yeah, the Sixers are playing nice against a Wizards team with, you know, one legit seven-footer. That's cool. And no athleticism. I understand it. But, no, I'm not concerned at all because the Hawks lost a game. On the road, shooting thirty-seven percent. Nope, not at all. Okay, okay. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll revisit this conversation. Uh, at a later oh, absolutely. Day. Oh, trust me. Oh, it's getting revisited. <laughs> Don't worry about that one. Of course, we will. When the Hawks win the series, then you feel me. So, we'll be Hawks Sixers, and we'll go right to it. So that's correct. So I have a serious. So I should be worried about the Hawks because they lost a road playoff game. Because the they shot so poorly. Game. Wait, they're supposed to just they're supposed to just beat the Knicks twice at home. This isn't the Wizards. Hey man, all I'm saying is they're it's it's not always it's not going to flow perfectly with them. And if the shots aren't falling, they don't have, like, stout defenders. Let me just give another example, by the way, for those listening on what's happened here. Because just the Mavs beat the Clippers twice on the road, and they shot 47% from three and 53% from three. Again, you know, Clippers not close to the same crowd as the Knicks at all. Both getting open looks. Hey, man, they definitely get in their heads. We'll see how they play in Atlanta. But I also, one thing that you also should recognize, 
the Philadelphia crowd, I'm watching it, not the same as the Knicks crowd. I hate to say it. Not. Maybe it will be I in the second round. Maybe it will be in the second round. We sense some sort of danger. We're not bringing it all. All we can do is throw popcorn at people. But, and I don't even know why we had to do that because it was fine. We were going to sweep them. But whatever. Um, it's not close to the same. as The next crowd is intense from the first second of the game. Um, but again, they're playing for the play. They, they know the Hawks are better than them. So maybe when we, we, if we see the Hawks is in danger, we'll get louder. But I don't think we can reach where the next crowd has been because their whole stadium's packed and they're not wearing masks. And that adds some of that noise as well. So we'll see if we do well, that. And they haven't made the playoffs in like eight years, whereas as opposed to y'all being it for like the last four. Yep. We've been this. I've been in those shoes as a fan base where the crowd is like not as into the game as other crowds because it's early in the postseason and you have higher expectations. So you're not really as excited about the first round or second round. I think that's where the Sixers are. And obviously, like Dom said, New York right now, they just they're just happy to be there. And you can't yeah. be a crowd like that. We know Philly has the capability of being loud and raucous. Exactly. I know. We just have to feel threatened. And I feel like that might be an issue. Because in the game one, if we come out there as a crowd lackadaisical and we don't feel threatened, uh, they're going to beat us. And then we can get as loud as we want for game two. We've already lost on the court at that point. That's all I'm saying. So you think the, so you think the Hawks are going to win game one? Dude, I'm giving you examples. You keep trying to pin me in this bubble that you're in, like taking the heat for the finals. And I'm not going to do that. I already left that, bro. I left that after game one. I straight left it. We have the evidence. We have the paper. But I said, I will post it on verbal. It's verbal. I verbally said that I'm off of that. That's okay. I can leave. You can verbally leave, but we have the evidence of what you thought. But I left. That's okay. I left after one game. I was like, oh, okay, now nah, they, they they do suck. Okay, I gave I gave Spolstra I gave Spolstra a lot of hope. <laughs> anyway, are you done trying to pin me in this bubble of the Hawks are going to beat the Knicks in five or like, you know, they're going to win game one in the next series? I don't fucking know that. How am I supposed to know that? It's a game by game. You didn't even give any analysis on this game other than trying to pin me into some. Some John Collins. John Collins was in foul trouble early in the game, and then he came out there and did nothing. That's my main takeaway. Awesome. Game three. So let's start with Friday <laughs> as the, the Hawks beat the Knicks 105-94, the first one game for Atlanta. They definitely heard the noise, even though it did sound like there were good Knicks fans there. They were loud enough. So despite D. Rose going for 30, Hawks end up winning this game. As Trey Young, 21 points, 14 assists. One, two, three, six other players in double figures for the Hawks as they got their three-point shooting right, shooting 59% from deep, holding next to 30% from the three-point line. Darnell, what did you see out of this one? Yeah, I saw Julius Randle, who shot 2 of 15 from the field, who was continuing to struggle. And they're putting a lot of pressure on Derrick Rose to try to kind of be the, the guy to carry the team. You were right to see um, Yeah, the savior pretty much. He played 39 minutes, and he gave him 30, which is great. But he was a minus 16, led the team. Not that it was his fault, but – they just really have no other scoring options when you're not really getting much from R.J. Barrett either. You know, off the bench, it's got to be Alex Berger quickly. And if either one of those two guys aren't giving you double digits, it's going to be tough to, to win games. And the Hawks, Trey Young, he didn't shoot well from the field, but he did enough. He, he had a, a great floor game, getting guys open threes, and they had 16 threes made, so – it's just a sign that they was they had a great ball movement and everybody in the plus double digits and the plus minus and overall it was a great win for the Hawks. Way to you know protect the home court. 
Yep, I'm with your thoughts. You know, Atlanta's a team that can be hot and cold sometimes, but you know, when they have so many shooters, then somebody's gonna catch fire. And it was Gallinari and Huerta. They both shot. Um, and and Bajanovic, all three of them shot really well. For three. So you know, they did their thing. And for New York, there's just not much offense outside of Derrick Rose. You know. Quickly and Burks tried, but they just didn't have a lot of help. So, and you know, Randall's been underperforming for the entire series. He's probably been the worst, if not second worst, star in this, you know, in the playoffs so far this year. So, I mean, it's just been a bad matchup for him, like we all said it was going to be. But I mean, for the, for the Knicks, they just need a little more from Alec Burks or. Emmanuel quickly if they weren't going to get any from Randall because Rose been playing like his MVP self for real for this whole series. So they just need some extra help from somebody else. And then obviously when Rose is out there, the defense gets a little worse because he's arguably the worst defender on the team, which is why they were starting Alfred Payton. But because of Alfred Payton, the offense wasn't there. So there's just a lot of struggles on this team. Um, They could – there's different lineups they could try, but there's nothing that will really save them against Atlanta. I already thought that Atlanta was going to win off rip, but, I mean, New York might fight back, but it's just looking like a struggle for them because of their offensive deficiencies. I think I heard a a stat that um, Julius Randle might have been double teamed on eight possessions. Or something like that. Like I'm sure it led the team, but that's just something that's just shows part of the reason why he's struggling. They're just trying to get the ball out of his hands. Yep. Yeah, they also have two again athletic bigs, Collins and Capella, who can both guard him on the perimeter, and then and then a Congo. And a Congo, true. They have three who can guard him on the perimeter, and then who can try to stop him at the paint. So when you have like a rotation like that. What's happening is, even though it's taking up a lot of effort to get by one of them, the other one's just in the paint. Even on a switch, sometimes we can pull out there, sometimes it'll be Collins, but the other one can protect the rim. Even if he passes it to someone else, they still are there to protect the basket. So obviously, it's their own Zertage. Um, Derek Rose did go crazy, obviously, in the first half. He was trying to keep him in the game. He did everything he could. I think he had 16 in the first quarter, if I remember correctly, or something crazy. He was really he had 11. 11. He had a lot in the first half as well. But go ahead. He's honestly been playing, like I said before, he's been playing as well, if not better, than even his MVP season in the playoffs, at least. You know, he's going no, crazy. He's not. Yeah. <laughs> but he is going crazy out there. And it's just the problem, obviously, which we knew what the problem was. Randall just can't do it against two athletic bigs. RJ Barrett sucks. Um, and Burton quickly cooled off from, from game one, so on the road is going to be a little different. And one thing to note, even though this was eleven, this was an 11-point game, just remember, the Knicks got to the free throw line 30 times, the Hawks eight. So take with that what you will as well. Wild free throw disparage, and they still just had really no chance to really win this game if you were watching it. Hawks got out in the third quarter, took a big lead, and that was basically it. So, Hawks up 2-1 and now in game four, obviously, do or die for the Knicks happening today at one. So, I'm excited and we'll see what happens. Game four. On though to another team, amen. It's been impressive this postseason. The Hawks beat the Knicks 113-96. And in this game, Julius Randle tried 7 for 19, still struggled. 23 points, 7 assists, 10 rebounds. Um, a lot of garbage time points out of there for Randle, I'll say it. Um, D. Rose tried, he had 18, 7 to 15, but you kind of see, you know, it's only so many times he can score 34. RJ with 21, but they just don't get enough production out of everyone else. And this game, Trey Young, 27 points. Nine assists, just doing what he does out there. Not a total from the field. Um, Collins, though, huge performance for him. We saw, obviously, game two, he had zero. 
he came back with his possible best game of playoffs, 22-8. and eight. And Gallinari showed me he's another hometown warrior, 21 points from him off the bench. So what did you see out of this game four as the Hawks go up 3-1, looking to end it tonight? I just saw a team in Atlanta that just had way more firepower offensively than New York. And anytime Trey Young, Trey Young's been the best player in the series. And whenever for the Knicks to have a chance to win, they need Julius Randle to play Trey Young to a draw. And he's been getting just outplayed and outclassed. And it's simple as that. And his I think, yeah, it's not, he's not, they're not in the same league right now. And I think for the Hawks, just having Gallinari come off the bench to be able to make shots and Horter to make multiple threes, they got some good minutes out of Oyeka Okongwu, who played 10 minutes and was a plus 11, gave him three assists and a steal. Like, they're just getting contributions from everybody, and everybody's giving quality minutes. And it's all complimenting Trey Young, who was 4 of 14 for three, I admit he was trying to in the series like every shot, every like shot. every shot. Like it was like, man, calm down a little bit. Like y'all will be fine. But the Hawks start a better team, and they should win this series. They're up three one. Send the Knicks home. The, the story of the Knicks has been great. They got their playoff victory, so that was nice for the city and the fans. Get so I'm excited. yeah. Let 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 the let the Hawks advance. Let them play the Sixers or whoever advances out of that series. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But yeah, hey man, if you yeah. if do hurt for real, mm-hmm. they could win the next three. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's tough. But yeah, that's my thoughts on this one. So the thing you're right, right? Trey Young was trying to end it every every shot, every three he took, because he took 14. You saw in game one where they won, he took three. But the thing about it is, I was all for it. I was all about it. I was like, please keep shooting them. And the yeah. he, the, the way that he's a lot like Steph is when he shoots them at home, make or miss, the crazy thing is. It felt like it was to the point where the Knicks players were just watching the shot like, holy shit, please don't go in. But the Hawks players were like, this may go in, and that would be great. But if it doesn't, I'm going to get this board. And they were just getting so many offensive rebounds just because they're they're more in rhythm when he shoots that shot, right? Because they're just used to it. And the Knicks are just like, please don't shoot it. And the Hawks – from the fans to the players, we're all like, please shoot the ball. We saw yeah. earlier in the season. Um, I don't know if you were on, I know if you were on with us yet, but John Collins was complaining about the way that Trey Young was running offense. Yeah, I was on. Yeah, you remember that. And you can just see it, but hey, he took 21 shots, 14 of them threes. But guess what Collins had this game? Six to ten, eight free throws, two offensive boards. Like those things mean a lot to me. And that's because, obviously, as we know, Nate McMillan in there, everything's more in rhythm. He got a couple threes up as well. He's two for three from deep. And Collins was highly efficient. But that just means that the offense is running right. Like, Bogdanovich, four for nine from three. Even though, even though he's just a four of 11, those four for, that four for nine from three is crazy. And as a team, they are I, – I honestly have to say they're the one team – I would say them and the Nets are the two teams mm-hmm. in the playoffs where they shoot the ball, and if they're missing shots, I have zero concern that they're going to start falling, like zero. Because with Trey Young being as good as he is of a passer, they're always open. They're always open. And you saw it even – so this game, what happened was they took a lead early, and then they lost it, I think. in the They took Trey Young off the court with like a three-point lead, and they were down five. And the first thing I'm thinking, I'm like, bro, please put Trey Young back in this game and just win this series, right? Like, you don't want a Maverick situation, which could happen because the Knicks are going to fight with you. They're going to try and do everything possible. They're going to get foul calls um, just because I think the Knicks, they play you so physical that then you just start pushing them 
and they're mm-hmm. all missing at the end of the game too, um, which was interesting. But then you start pushing them a little hard, and then you they, and then they they kind of figure out because they always play physical how the fouls are going to work for a game to game situation, and the Hawks just aren't aren't quite as good at doing it yet. But what we saw, we, what we're seeing from the Hawks is growth. Um, game three, they were fouling a lot more than they were in game four. That's why this game was a blowout. Um, Trey Young said, you know what, I'm going to shoot a bunch of threes and everyone was with it. Um, way more than he did in game one. Their crowd even is taking this personally now um, because they heard, they heard everything about New York. And I mean, you know, New York has had a better crowd than Atlanta in the series. But Atlanta's has been top four in the league, definitely. They've been going crazy in there. They're not New York, but they're better than Fixers crowd. They're better than Nets crowd. They're better than Jazz crowd. You know what I mean? They're better than the crowds. They've been better than all of them. LA has no crowd. The Nets have no fans. <laughs> no, well, I'm giving, I'll give credit to the Hawks fans. Hey, man, top but, four is still top four. Whatever you want to say yeah. about it, they're, they are ready. And the, I'm just saying the, the, this next series, the reason that I – I'm going to go too deep into it, but took the Hawks to beat the Sixers because I thought that the Knicks would get them ready. And we've seen now they're used to playoff basketball. They Their home crowd was loud, and they now know what it's like to go on the road in a hostile environment. And they're going to find out again in game five, but they, they've also won on the road in a hostile environment. That means a lot in the playoffs. And they now have the confidence clearly to just keep shooting the ball. And what I was going to say – was when they were down by five, I was like, oh, you got to get Trey back in the game. And then what happened? This is exactly what happened. Gallinari, three. Bogdanovich, three. Horter, three. Bang, bang, bang. All in a row. And then I think, I don't remember, someone else hit another one. So they just had 12 straight points off of just four, just boom, 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 threes. And you're just like, damn, all right. Well, and like I said, man, the saying all, they, these dudes walk with the clip. They walk with the clip out there. They got snipers. And it's a problem. And they are, I would say, the deepest shooting team in the league, right? Like, just with mm-hmm. the amount of shooters they have. They really got five dudes who can just consistently hit threes on a game-to-game basis. Maybe six. It depends on what you think of Lou. But they got Collins, Trey, Porter, Bogdanovich, Gallinari. No other team has firepower like that. No other team, just from pure shooting standpoint. And – you saw with Aganu, um, Okaganu, the rookie, Okangu, thank you. The rookie that they drafted, I, I had to look him up. I was like, oh, he's their first round draft pick from this year. This team is perfectly constructed. They knew what the one possible issue could be, would be a backup, you know, center. Or he's center, probably, but he's, he's really a center. Is a backup big, is athletic. So they went out, they already knew they had Capella, they knew they had So they went out and got an athletic backup big. Um, obviously helps when you're the sixth pick, but it is what it is. And now you have him that they're out there. And my concern, I, I'm going to say it like this. I, I don't want it to any – I know I'm a Sixers pessimist, blah, 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 whatever. We'll talk about them in a minute. I don't want it anyways to be construed the wrong way. And beat is a thousand times better than Randall. Start with that. Get that out the way. But – the way that they play is very similar. Now, Embiid is stronger, so he could get more offensive rebounds, and I don't think Capella's going to let him do that. But what I'm, the reason I say that is to say the Hawks now, what they've been doing to Randall, people were like, people haven't been watching as closely, like, what are they doing to Randall that's making them so effective? They're just doubling him. They're doubling yeah. him. He's isolated. They're like, we're not going to just let you stand here and shoot this mid-range jumper. The whole problem that everyone's been complaining about with Wizards is why are we not doubling Embiid? Why are we just letting him sit there and shoot mid-range jumpers? Guess what the Hawks have already shown you they're not going to do that. And then the other issue with the Wizards is that, okay, we double him, and then Tobias or Ben has looks at the basket. The problem with the Hawks is you can do that with a Capella or a Collins, and the other guy is also a rim protector. That is the whole issue with this Hawks team. And that's why defensively, yes, the Knicks aren't great at scoring. I know. I know that. But they're still holding them to like 90 a lot. Game five. It's never second. It's hard to be second, man. 
But then again, does that mean he's not a Hall of Famer? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I was saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. But this wouldn't be his. I don't think it would. I honestly don't think it would be him or Kawhi's fault, unless they unless they sell tonight. If they sell tonight, then. By the way, shout out to this game being on at nine o'clock. Let's fucking go. And not ten thirty. Not ten thirty. Let's go. Ten thirty shit for the birds. Over it. I wonder if we have a start time for the Suns Nuggets. Yep, Monday night. That that's gonna be an interesting series. It really is. We're all interesting series at this point. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think. I think this was the best result for every team because like every other team (laughs) no for the Lakers too every other team had every other team had nothing to lose like I'm talking about in terms of like for the play in in terms of enjoyment for the playoff like what if the if the Nuggets lost what could they gain Murray was hurt (laughs) like there's there's nothing to gain from that in fact you're just seeing you're at this point you're seeing how good you could be without him so that way when he does come back you can implement him back in the offense and then you know just work through that because like you were saying it could have been a finals team with him and and honestly what this means is if if they can get this far without him that means their offense is fine without him so what that means is that he can focus more, a little more on defense, which could actually be better for them. And then obviously he's, he'll still be his offensive threat self. Like again, he can score 50, he can score 50 whenever. But if, if he just, you know, focuses more on becoming like more of a playmaker, more of a defender, then that will really make them like unstoppable. You know what's <laughs> for- the good thing about me, I'm finding out, is that I learn and I grow. Whenever Dom starts going on these random tangents about a thousand other things that have nothing to do with my question, I know it's time to move on to the next series. Let's move <laughs> on to the next series. And let's talk about the Hawks and the Knicks as the Hawks beat the Knicks in a game five, 103-89. That man, Trey, took a bow. Superstar. I don't care. Don't yeah. care. Superstar. We know what Dom thinks clearly. 36, <laughs> not a him. Clint Capella, 14 and 15 as well. They just going out there, man. Made New York very upset, holding a 37% shooting. That man, Julius, 23 on 8 to 21. D Rose completely broke down as we expected to happen because he was getting worn down from carrying a team, you know. Because, you know, I mean, he went play with Thibodeau. Has, has Tibbs ever left the first round? <laughs> yeah. yeah. When? He goes, goes to the Bulls. Finals with the Bulls. When he goes to the conference finals with them? He rose his MVP year, bro. He lost to the Heat in, like, five. Oh. Uh, I thought that was the one he got. I thought he got hurt. No. He was healthy that year. Uh, Oh, okay. He was healthy the MVP year. He got hurt the year after. Ah, okay, okay. Makes sense. Then he's never made it past the first round. But other than <laughs> <that>. <laughs> okay, well, he got that. It's kind, think... you, it's kind of tough when you run stars into the ground and they kind of don't want to play with you, but then they realize that you kind of do the right thing for them. But then a different superstar is going to want to come there. You never gonna you never gonna get a KD or something. Play for that yeah. man. It's not yeah. Not <laughs> and that's the next problem, actually, right now as we speak. Who the fuck? I know New York is all excited. Who the fuck wants to play with Tom Thibodeau and Julius? What? What the Knicks should do? I think. The, I think the Knicks could benefit from this more than anybody. The Knicks gotta see what's up with Masai. They got to see if they can get Masai Ujiri. Masai Ujiri has shown, you know, that he's capable of, you know, drafting players in the lower level 
and, you know, just scouting talent at lower seeds because New York, New York can become a free agent destination. You just got to put the right pieces around them. And like, it is still New York at the end of the day. And we saw how much fun Trey Young was having <laughs> out there, man. And I was, I was joking about him being a superstar. He's not there yet, but he, he can become one. He definitely he can. In six games, give or take. If, if, if the MVP, if the, if the if your MVP what did you call him the hump your MVP, your MVP. the MVP I of the know team about that. if the MVP of the team play does if the MVP of the team plays and he beats them he's a superstar and I don't care but if he doesn't play I can't I can't call him that yet Darnell you know what the rule is let him know. Let them know how one rule with the Sixers is. Anything bad's gonna happen is gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly the rule, but yes. Like... <laughs> if anything, oh yeah, oh yeah. If you yeah. have to worry about him getting hurt, I know, I know the rule. Healthy, I know the rule. I know the rule. Injury is not barring injury. Not applicable. Sorry. That. That's why I said. That's why I said the Lakers are just the Lakers are just the, are just the Sixers. AD is in beat, and motherfucking uh no, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is old. Bubble, what I will say is he at least made it through one. He's made it through and a B, couple. And B didn't get hurt. He's made it through a couple postseasons without getting hurt. He was with the Pelicans and he didn't get hurt there either. But yeah, and his well. It, it, and B didn't get hurt last year. Think he got the he got the flu against the Raptors or whatever that was. That's not, like that. That's not an injury. Oh, <laughs> That's not an injury. <laughs> he didn't get hurt against the Celtics the, the the first time when when y'all lost to uh Scary Terry in the second round. He didn't get hurt though. We'll talk about this in a minute. Let's let's stay with the Hawks. This was this was by far the most fun, the most fun series in the entire playoff so far. Every game was energetic. Trey Trey Young was really embracing his role as the villain, and he loved every second of it. It was amazing. And one thing I one thing I saw, bro, it's not even that Trey was the best player out here. I don't even know if he was. Clint, re- Clint really might have been the best player out here, bro. It was either, it was like one A one B, huh? People sleeping on this man, Clint, bro. He really I was I sleeping on him. I wasn't sleeping on him, but Clint really, Clint really did carry. He bro, he was the, the second best, if not best player out there. Yep. Gonna be Clint a was, hmm? gonna be a, he's going to be an issue. And the worst part is that Randall was the worst. <laughs> yeah, that was the, that was the biggest issue of it all. <laughs> Randall was the worst player out here. What great was it? You remember I was watching a regular season game and I'm watching him play and I was yelling at him. I'm like, bro, why are you not doing the shit? Lo and behold, it all comes full circle. He don't know how to either. He don't. <laughs> Bro, he was just so clumsy. He just kept turning the ball over. He kept he did kept it one sh- time elbowed somebody in the face. I was like, ah, bro. I'm telling you, I was watching the game. I was like, yo, this is Bounty Gate, bro. <laughs> I All they- said the Hawks gotta win this game five to get the fuck out of the series. People, I know Coach team and their best players are some big lummox. They definitely want to hold me. Yo, I was I was watching Tom Gibson push DeAndre Hunter out of midair. Like, yo, what the hell? <laughs> Julius Randle elbowing everybody in the face. Because yep. he, he elbowed a Congo, then he elbowed John Collins. I was like, yo, what the fuck is happening right now? This shit is bounty gate for real. <laughs> that man, Trey. And hey, the thing is, Nigga Capella said it early. He was like, bro, these dudes are fake tough. They're out there. Prove the point, actually. It's exactly what they are. They they let him be the best player out of it, too. 
That's yep. the worst part. Yep. Again, Trey Young. When you're Trey Young, right, you're right. huh? When you're right, you're right. He was right. Plus minus Clint Capella plus twenty one highest highest of anybody. <laughs> oh. Now the biggest plus minus to me. Tell you what the biggest one was. Minus two, Lou Williams, seven minutes. That's all I need him to do. Not be terrible. They just need him to steady enough for when Trey has to sit. If he does that, I just don't know what you do with this team. Darnell, what were your thoughts, though? Trey Young was the best player on the floor. And for the Knicks, it was a night, it was, well, it was a series where Julius Randle needed to step up. And he went and he actually regressed. So it was a big blow for the Knicks. You saw regression from RJ Barrett as well. He didn't really have a great series. Derrick Rose played above his normal production. So that was encouraging at times, but it was nothing that was sustainable. And we just saw the the result was going to be what the result was going to be, regardless of what the Knicks threw out there defensively. They tried everything they could. They tried to go and just be the bullies, and that's not going to work because they're outmatched. They're they're kind of clawing for anything. And the Hawks are going to be a team that plays the Sixers next round, and I'm sure we'll get into that later. But for this series, Trey Young played like a superstar. I don't consider him one yet, but like Dom said, he's getting closer. And he had nine assists, four turnovers, plus 16. Clint Capella is going – if – there's no – Clint Capella is going to feast on Dwight Howard if that's the matchup in a lot of minutes. If there's not a lot of Joel and B versus Clint Capella minutes, then uh, the Sixers are going to be in trouble. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. I think Clint Capella can play and beat even enough. I think that's the issue. That's the whole thing, actually. He's going to be able to play him well enough. And like we saw, I forget what game was it with the Sixers, um, where someone was, Dom, help me out. Someone was killing and beat on the offensive boards, and I was like, oh, this is an issue here. Against against who? We were watching the Sixers game, and we were losing, but it was because Embiid was just getting killed on the boards. I forget who was doing it to him. Was it Bam? It was Bam. It was the Heat. Oh, not not the worst rebounding team in the league. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> Man, I think the Heat were 29th in rebounds this season. Hey, man. It don't matter, 